Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today, we're going to talk about something that came up with quite a few of my clients last week. Actually, I've had several women just kind of recently start working with me, and we've had this recent surge of something that I've talked about in the past, but never in this much detail, I don't think, on the podcast. And so what that is, is our hormones related to hunger and satiety and how they interact, but also how we mess them up because um, many of us are dealing with a decreased metabolism, which is going to affect our ability to burn fat, our ability to lose weight, our hormone, our other hormones like thyroid and our sex hormones as well are all, all tied into this. And then there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that goes into how we get this all screwed up. So diving into this, what this, this is for you. If, if you're like this, I'm going to give you some examples of people, right? So if you're one of these people, you definitely want to listen to this episode, okay? So maybe you never ever eat breakfast because you're not hungry or you don't know what to eat, but you just, you don't eat breakfast. Maybe you are skipping lunch or not really even eating a meal until the nighttime meal. And as a result, you're also planning your snack for after dinner because that that's a thing. I, I had a client say that she's like, I eat dinner. And while I'm eating dinner, I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat after dinner and making that plan. And, you know, maybe you're, you think you're eating, but you're not really, or eating is just like this massive inconvenience. I've, I've had this, I've, I've been one of these women as well. Like it's, it's such a pain to take a break from whatever you're doing and actually have a meal. And so we either eat at our desk, like really hurriedly, or we have not enough food or any of that. So if you fall, you know, if you, fit any of that, you're not eating three meals a day and you're not eating what I'm going to say is enough, you've got problems. And so we know that your metabolism is going to be low and we know that your leptin hormone in particular is off. Leptin and ghrelin are the two hormones that kind of regulate the communication between leptin specifically is communication between the brain and your stomach and telling your brain, you know, when you're hungry, when you're full, that kind of thing. Ghrelin also helps with those hunger cues as well. And when we don't eat enough, and I've talked about this on the show quite a bit, and I get so frustrated, especially in the world of weight loss, because it's still so pushed that, you know, eat less, move more, eat less, move more. And it does matter what your calories are coming from. That is true. What type of food? However, most women are not, at least at the ver- version that I work with, you know, those of us who are high performing and busy and, you know, doing all the things, we actually aren't eating enough. And I have totally been guilty of this as well, you know, eating like maybe a 1200 calorie diet if I 
was like actually eating a, a decent meal and some days even less than that. And what happens when you do that is your body gets stressed. It thinks it's starving. So it's going to keep absolutely everything and not burn fat and not lose weight. And just, if anything, it'll pack even more on because it's not sure where its next meal is coming from. And so we end up in this vicious cycle where we're not eating enough. We're not hungry, but we're not working out really either. We're not moving enough. And so our metabolism slows way down and we start to have a lot of problems as a result of that. You know, we can't regulate our body temperature. We can't, you know, our thyroid's all messed up. Our energy's in the tank. We've got all this, this stuff going on. And so we have to really take steps to, A, start eating enough and have it come from foods that are nutrient dense. And, you know, we're not getting our calories from chocolate, right? Or coffee. We need to eat things that are actually going to feed us and nourish us and our body and what we need. And we need to make ourselves get in the habit. We need to just really start the habit of eating three meals a day. And this is one of my, my hangups with intermittent fasting as well. Cause I've, you know, I've, that was like one of the most popular episodes we've ever done had on the show is when I had someone come on and talk about intermittent fasting and lots of my clients are, are interested in it and many of them are doing it. However, all of them have gone through a stage of resetting their leptin, which is what we're going to talk about today, and getting their hormones functioning again before we move into shortening that eating window. Because when we shorten, you know, lengthen the amount of time we're not eating and shorten that eating window, what inevitably happens for a lot of women, I think, is psychologically, we just eat less again. And that you know, if intermittent fasting has never worked for you, that is part of why. Like when I do intermittent fasting, because I do. I eat a lot. Like I'm still actually eating three meals. Just the the space in between is a little bit shorter. However, I also know that my metabolism is working really well because I'm hungry and I'm I'm eating and you know I'm losing weight and burning fat and all of that stuff. Like that is all still happening in my body, and I have to be intentional about it. But when I make myself actually eat enough, which you know for most of us is like at least 1,800 calories a day, ladies. It's some of us are way under that. Some of you might be over that and, you know, that's something we need to visit as well. But the majority of you listening to this, you're going to be under. So we have to start fixing this. And how we do that is what we call, there's there's five rules <laughs> to leptin management is what we call it. And so, you know, we've established, you know, if you're always hungry after dinner, if you have low energy, you're not eating three meals a day, you're, you know generally running on fumes or you get to the point where you're like shaky hungry but by the time you eat because you just haven't taken time to do it like all of these are signs that your leptin is not working like it should and we want to fix that so number one is that we're gonna always eat breakfast and those of you who aren't breakfast eaters just listen up and not just breakfast you are gonna eat breakfast containing protein that's number one number two is we have three meals a day, three, 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 without snacks in between that are spaced five to six hours apart. And if you're not snacking in between, that means that you have to play around and nail your ratio of fats, proteins, and carbs because everyone's going to be a little bit different. Rule number, it's like rule five, but we'll just say it now, is to actually decrease the amount of carbs you're eating if you're eating quite a few carbs. Because And the reason for that is carbs are quick energy. So especially simple carbs. You know, if you're getting complex carbs, I would eat, if you're eating any, when you should, honestly, like all of us need some level of carbohydrates, even especially if you have hormone issues. But um, 
make them complex. That means not white, essentially. You know, the white ones just burn and break down to sugar really, really quickly. And then we get hungry. That's more what I'm going to with that because it's it's a fast fuel source. So you want the complex carbs so they burn a little bit slower. And you want to have a good ratio of fats in particular and protein because those things are going to burn and break down more slowly and you won't get hungry in between. So we've got the three meals a day spaced five to six hours apart for starters while you're resetting this. Forget the intermittent fasting. Do this first. You're not having any snacks and you are definitely not eating after dinner. And then the last thing that, you know, goes into this, we're, we're eating good carbohydrates and maybe decreasing them if you eat a ton of them. And then the last thing is not having huge meals, like not filling your, and I, I would say most of us don't struggle with this. It's like, no, we need to get enough on the plate. So I would say like, if you know, listening to me talk about this, that you're under eating and maybe you've never tracked, you know, how much you eat in a day on a calorie app or whatever. There's my fitness pal. There's all different kinds of things. Maybe do that for two or three days and just really get an idea of like, okay, am I actually under eating or am I overeating? Um, chances are you're under eating, but a lot of times we need to see it in order to actually believe it and understand it. So for the, what I was saying is portion size, like maybe go for a medium size plate, right? <laughs> Cause we want to, we want to get enough and, and increase the good things, increase how much veg, how many vegetables are on your plate. Like that's a good, that's usually the place I start with people with changing anything diet wise is let's just add some stuff. So we're adding some vegetables and we're adding some good fats and, you know, maybe you don't really change your protein size but you're having that three times a day. Okay. <laughs> and if anyone needs help with like recipes that are easy to make, I, I tend to cook extra at dinner. So I have lunch the next day. Cause I don't like to, even though I'm home, I don't like to take time to cook always. I will, if I need to. Um, but you know, you got to figure it out so that you can have those three meals a day and then you give it time and you don't snack. And you don't eat after dinner and you pay attention to, okay, what is really driving, you know, there's hormone imbalances that are going on with this. Absolutely. But another thing that I talk about a lot with the women that I work with is what's really driving our hunger. Cause there's different types of hunger, right? Very few of us are actually truly hungry in the sense of being hungry. Some of us are, you know, a lot of us it's driven by emotional eating or emotions. We have some need that we're trying to fulfill with food that, that's just what we've, you know, we've been taught because if you feel sad, you have grandma's cookies. If you, you know, have a good day, you celebrate with ice cream or with a dessert or, you know, I'm, I'm recording this on Valentine's Day. So it's like we have all this stuff, right? And we've, we've become so driven by food as reward and also as comfort in our society. And not that that's necessarily bad or wrong, but it messes up our bodies and our hormone signals and our cues and all that. So the other piece to this I would add is, you know, we've got our plan for, for, and the, like the biggest thing is probably getting it to three meals that are spaced five to six hours apart to really help like in the women that I've done this with, which is many, <laughs> myself included, to really help, you know, reset that metabolism so that you are getting hungry when you're supposed to get hungry. And all of that is actually making yourself eat those meals. And I'll be honest, I've done this a few times because um, I've, you know, gotten stressed or, or whatever. All of us have our reasons why we stop eating, right? Or aren't eating enough or aren't eating quality or aren't eating at the right times of day. And when I start eating more, it can feel 
kind of tough. So, you know, it don't try to suddenly like ramp up your caloric intake to 2000 or 2200 or whatever it is. Like the, the rule of thumb is you want to eat at least 10%, um, like your, your body weight times 10 at least. And I know everything out there will say, well, if you want to lose weight, you need to eat less than that. Forget that for right now (laughs) and just try to actually hit at least that amount. And if you're there, awesome. If you're not, take the time, do the work, you know, even if you start with a smaller lunch or something, if whatever meal you're skipping right now, because chances are you're skipping one, start with a smaller portion, but an actual meal at that time. And then, you know, really resist that urge to snack. If you, as you're getting into this, sometimes it, as your metabolism ramps up, like I experienced this when my, I start working out again, it's like, oh crap, I'm like really hungry. So I'll allow myself a snack, but I'll have something like nuts or an avocado or an apple with some nut butter or something. Um, cause it has good fat and it'll hold me over longer, but, and I don't eat enough to like mess up the next meal. Right. So you might have some days where it's not perfect, but the goal is to get there and to give yourself some time there before you take on anything like intermittent fasting or, you know, any of these other, like going keto, any of that stuff. Like first let's get the hunger fullness cues in your body working well and, and really start paying attention to why am I hungry? Another, another hunger is thirst maybe you're not drinking enough water. So I would drink a glass of water (laughs) and then decide if you're really hungry, especially if you're having that snack craving in between meals. Um, And some of the others, like most of us don't experience empty stomach hunger, but that can be a thing. And, um, you know, the emotional one is really the big driver though. So I would pay a lot of attention to what's really driving my hunger. All of these things as you work through this and do this will help ramp up your metabolism. And when your metabolism is working, your hormones work and your body burns fat and you have energy and you can exercise and do the things that you want to do and, you know, feel better through your day. So this is a big key. We want to make sure, I, I feel like we've made food the bad guy for so long in our culture and our society and especially as women because it's associated with all these negative things like, oh, if I eat that, you know, whatever, it's going to make me gain five pounds, blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of that is due. I mean, our food quality sucks. We've talked about that quite a bit. And obviously I want you making choices that are really, truly feeding your body. But a lot of the, like, you know, if you look at that piece of cake, you're going to gain five pounds thing is more due to that our hormones are off from emotions, from our, our, you know, habits around eating and not so much that one piece of cake is going to make you gain five pounds. I'm not saying go eat the cake. That's just, it's just the example I'm using with this. So with all that, hopefully this, you know, serves you and makes sense. Again, I'll just repeat as a recap, you know, we want to make sure that your leptin and ghrelin are working well, because it's going to affect all your other hormones as well and your ability to lose weight. So if you're not eating three meals a day, if you tend to skip one, if you are pretty sure you're under eating, if food is like an annoyance in your life and something that you know you have to do to survive, but you would rather not bother making time for it, this is for you. And so, you know, just pick a place to start. Maybe you start with, I'm going to eat breakfast every day and it'll have protein in it. Maybe you start with, I'm going to have the three meals spaced five to six hours apart. You're going to get to all of these then you're going to make sure your portion sizes are enough, 
<laughs> I'm going to go with enough. You don't want them huge. You don't want them tiny, but enough um, to leave you satisfied and not feeling like, oh my gosh, I just ate way too much, but maybe like a little on the fuller side, because then we know you're actually consuming enough. And then you're not going to eat after dinner ever. No eating after dinner. Like you're just done. You're just done. And you should really be done at least three hours before you go to bed. Um, Cause then you can digest your food well and everything's, everyone's happy. Everything's happy and your life, life is good. And then the last one, I just forgot. Um, oh, reducing the amount of, I'm going to go with simple carbs. The actual rule is just reducing the amount of carbohydrates you eat, but let's go with simple carbs. So anything white, white flour, white, you know, white bread, white rice, white, if it's white, let's not eat it. And let's, let's replace it with the brown or just decrease the amount that you're having of that and increase your vegetables because vegetables are a source of complex carbs and fiber and all good things. So with that, we're going to wrap up for this episode. And this week, we will see you for our interview episode on Thursday, and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm -hmm.